This is the Behind the Filter Podcast, Episode 4. Welcome back to the Behind the Filter Podcast, a podcast for all of the things we don't say about social media, mental health, and everyday struggles. I'm your host, Kristen Brody. I'm a 20-year-old oversharing my insecurities, embarrassing stories, and feelings about social media so you no longer have to feel alone. In the world of swiping and filters, the dating game looks a lot different for us growing up as digital natives. Other than my two-week-long eighth-grade boyfriend, I have virtually zero dating experience, so I found someone who is more qualified to talk about it. In this episode, I chatted with Nicole, the host of Modern Romance Pod. She shares some of her dating experience, and we talk about ghosting, texting and dating, the pressures around it, virtual dates, how to weed out the creeps, if we should use filters, quarantine dates, basically anything about dating and social media, we cover it. Even if you aren't in the dating scene, a lot of the things we talked about can be applied to real-life relationships. Get ready for a lot of laughs and some real talk about the world of swiping. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Nicole from Modern Romance Pod, and we're going to talk a little bit more about dating and social media. Thanks, Kristen. I'm excited to be here. So what inspired you to start your podcast, Modern Romance? So I went through a really tough breakup last year during the pandemic. And it was one of those like relationships that kind of like shook me to the core. And it made me rethink my values, my goals in life. And it was a very unconventional relationship. Um, My my patience was tested. My relationships with other people were tested. Um, But I chose to end it for many reasons. Um, And at the same time, a friend reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to start a podcast. So I've always struggled with dating. It hasn't been one of my strong feats. Um, And I learned a lot along the way. And I thought, what a better way to share where I'm at with my dating journey with people, like-minded people around me. And my friend and I started recording and we had a few episodes in and after like two or three she was like you know what I don't think I'm suitable for this but you should keep going and I started turning towards other people who who wanted to share their story if it was like meeting their partner online like um, a really really tough breakup that they went through and yeah people really just want to share like their experiences because I think that's like one of the best things when it comes to dating you don't just you know, you don't read a book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could read a book about it, but most <laughs> of the time you have to kind of get into it to understand some of the things that dating coaches and things you see in the in TV shows and movies um, about. Yeah, totally. It's funny. I have zero dating experience. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, where do you even begin? You know, I feel like it's like a weird subject, even sometimes with friends, because it's like, you don't want to, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. How do you? (laughs) So I'm glad you're finally talking about it and Mm -hmm. bringing light to the subject. Definitely. So let's get into it. What's your favorite dating platform and why? So right now it's a toss up between um, Hinge and Bumble. Ooh. 
I've always had like a really really good um good luck with hinge Mm -hmm. I just like the way that it's set up it's a little bit more modern it has like a few it has pictures and in between each picture has a writing prompt so like versus like tinder where it's just like photo 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 you actually have to in between each photo on hinge you can like get a glimpse of like their writing skills (laughs) if they're funny they're witty um their personality boring yeah so I've actually met a lot of guys on there and Bumble recently I've I've been on I've heard really good things about it and that app the woman has to make the first move Mm -hmm. when you get a match um it's a little bit like tinder with the with the photos and you don't really get a lot of um a lot of writing prompts or a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. to write besides your bio but I feel like it's such a big age with like the me too movement yeah and women have gotten a little bit more um I want to say like power when it comes to like in the direction that they want conversations to go in mm-hmm. and I've actually met two guys on that app that I'm seeing oh wow <laughs> yeah. that's so exciting mm-hmm. do you yeah. like making the first move or I I actually don't mind it. Okay. And a lot of girls will say things like, well, he's the guy, he's got to do the chasing. And I'm not, I I don't, I shouldn't be doing any of the work, but I think we are living in a different, in a modern, you know, world where I think women, if they feel, if they have have an attraction and they want to not even like ask a guy out, but if you are interested in a guy, you have to show it. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. just read your mind. Yeah. No way. Like you have to share, even if it's like, I really like your style, like go for it. I don't think it has to be, um, there's no like rule that like the guy has to go first. So I feel like Bumble kind of, it kind of challenges women to get out of their comfort zone, which I, I that's, that's who I am. I've always mm-hmm. like tested myself and um, guys have really respond really well when you say like fun, like interesting things instead of just Mm -hmm. saying like hey hey is (laughs) like the first thing it's it's the response that everybody gets on these apps like hey what's up and then what do you what else you say like hey hey I'm good what's up what's up with you yeah (laughs) then it just goes back oh it's nice and then it's like you never even get into like what's your name (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. oh goodness that's so funny it's so weird I always um I always joke around with my mom I'm like the only place I'm gonna meet someone nowadays is like the, the Trader Joe's cashier. They're the only people that talk to me, you know, because it's like, you're not gonna, I don't know. I feel like with my generation, at least it's like, it would be weird. Not that it's weird. It's just not as common to go up to someone and be like, oh, I really like you in person. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'd love to like go out on a date with you rather than online. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that made yeah. any sense. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I feel like if you go approach the guy, um, especially well pre-COVID, um, approaching a guy at a bar He'll look at you and be like, um, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> what? You, you like me? You want to talk to me? I it's feel like, like I'd be creeped out if I was approached. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on how they approach yeah. you. Because I've gotten approached in, in like real life. And it's a mindset too. If you are, if someone approaches you and you have the mindset, like everyone that approaches me is a creep. Yeah. Then they're going to end up you're going to end up attracting that energy. <laughs> like creeps are going to come towards you. But if you're open-minded and you're like, you know what? I'm open to the possibilities of love and dating relationships. Then you're going to attract people who are genuine and kind and actually want to take you out. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think if you immediately assume something about someone, 
you're almost going to like prove it to be true, even Mm -hmm. though it's not the case, you know? (laughs) Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. So do you think like the online dating has changed the way young people view dating? Like, do you think more people feel pressured to date or less pressured to date? I think everyone's feeling the pressure, especially (laughs) right now during COVID. Um, Yeah. When you go online and you're single, all you see is other couples coupled Mm -hmm. up. Um, doing cute things indoors. Um, it's like the perfect time if you're in a relationship and especially if it's blooming and it's wonderful. <laughs> and I feel like single people are right now at this time, they feel lonely or they feel like they've, they're missing out or like, oh, like I wish that I wasn't single. I wish that I had done more in my dating life. How did I end up here? Yeah. And just, well, I'm 30. So like at this age, you see girls who are getting engaged, getting married. Mm-hmm. And there's so much pressure. It's insane. There's so much. And, and no, it's not like it's one person saying this. It's, it's everyone. Yes. It's like a collection of, of different photos. Things. Society even. Commercial. Society as a whole. Yeah. Commercial, everything like that. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah, I agree. It's like, I, I mean, I feel like I don't really feel the pressure as much right now, but I could imagine in like a few years, I'm going to be like, where's my ring? You know, I know <laughs> Yeah, well, straight to the wedding. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing we've, we've placed such a um, materialistic view on yeah. marriage that like, once you get engaged, everyone goes, where, well, where's the ring? Are you going to post mm-hmm. a picture of it? And I think that could be private too. It's, I mean, I think it should be. be, Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's different if you are like really excited and you want to share with the world, but there comes, there comes a time where, um, people I think get engaged or they get coupled up because they want to experience this, Mm -hmm. this, this feeling of getting the ring and being, having all these cute photos online, but that's not really what a relationship is about. It's like, it's, it's, it's raw. It's hard. It's supposed to not always it's supposed be, to be messy. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be an Instagram, uh, perfection mm-hmm. reel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if it is, that's great, but that's probably a tip of the iceberg. Yeah. There's what it really is. I agree. There's probably so much going on behind the scenes that no one, no one even knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think dating is more superficial now due to all the swiping? Like on dating apps? I think it's always been a little superficial. Um, It's, there's not a big difference between going to a bar and spotting a cutie across the bar and, (laughs) you know, you want to talk to them versus seeing the same cutie on an app and judging him based on his looks and swiping right. The chances of actually speaking to him is higher on an app Mm -hmm. because you can swipe and he can swipe and then there you go you're both are aligned on, I'm interested in you. Whereas at a bar, you're like, oh, I think he's good looking. I'm going to try it out. And like, kind of like you said before, if you approach somebody, it's weird nowadays. Yeah. So I think apps are always, are always going to be superficial. Um, I just think we're more honest about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I think like in person, I mean, on apps, I feel like it's obvious that you kind of judge someone based off their looks, but like, it's no secret that we do the same thing in person. You know, you're not going to approach yeah. someone you don't find attractive. Right. So I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we're made to think that it's more superficial, even though it's not necessarily, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Do you think, um, actually this question kind of came from my friend, but do you think there is less of an excuse to stand someone up on a date now that we're all using technology? I think the excuses will always be there, (laughs) but it is easier to catch somebody when they're lying. Yes. 
like if you are going out with some guy um and he follows you and he's like hey are are you are you free you know saturday night and you're like you already have a date or Mm -hmm. um and i've done i've this has happened to me where i've asked even a girlfriend to like um hang out and she told me that she tripped on a sprinkler and injured her foot and i was like oh no like specific i I know i was like (laughs) she was catching the train and she um slipped and fell and I was like oh no like feel better I hope you're I hope you're, your foot's okay I see six hours later she's out with her her other friends and um like it hurts just just be honest just like yeah. just tell me just tell the person that like I'm not interested I you know I I can't go out because ABC like I'm you know I have another event and that I think that's what's that's the hard thing about um social media is that you never really yeah like you never stop seeing what's going on like you're always connected always connected and if you want a little bit of privacy you know you're just gonna have to step away from the app and Mm -hmm. all the apps and just and be like you know what I I know if I post this photo I post this story people are going to like, the wheels are going to turn. Like somebody's going to say something. If you're on a date with somebody um, and you don't want somebody to know, then don't post it. Yep. I yeah. agree. Like, like, if you you're can't busy, lie. Yeah. And then like, if, expect. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And like, if you're busy and you have time to post a photo of yourself um, <laughs> saying how busy you are, are you really even busy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Do you feel the need? Like, I know that happens to you with to me with my friends, do you feel the need to call them out on it? Like, I feel like um, I do. It depends on the situation, mm, like how close yeah. I am with them. But like, if it's That's like my true. close friend, I'm always like, I thought you were sick, you know, or. <laughs> well, I always try to like keep a positive mindset. Yeah. Like if somebody says like my friend with the foot, she said her foot was broken. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, it sounds legit. I have no reason not to believe her. <laughs> I saw her going out with a few friends and I never could be a cast on that you don't see. True. Maybe, maybe (laughs) she was sitting at a bar with a cast on and show, you know, showing her friends having a good time and she's just sitting around. But um, I actually, because our, we weren't as close and I really didn't want to stir the pot. I didn't, I didn't call her out on it because I realized it really wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, She wasn't like a really close friend and I didn't want to ruin yeah, I mean, it's like you'll just remember it. Yeah, I just, I just, I kept a note of it in my head, and I'm like, the next time that we see each other, and she kind of pulls another, another little story like this, I won't believe her. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you're close with somebody and you really feel hurt that they lied to you, then I would approach this person because then that person actually matters in your life, and this is gonna this will probably end up hurting your relationship in the long term. And it, it, it just really depends on the situation and the person. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Um, another question I have is like in the dating world. So when is it appropriate to follow them on Instagram? You know, like, do you follow them before the date after the date? <laughs> so I actually talk about this a lot on my podcast. Um, I do not follow guys that I am dating for my own sanity yep <laughs> so I can I'm like I could have been in a uh, I could have been an investigator in another life because if I <laughs> if I know a guy's full name 
um, and where he went to school, you can find out a lot of information about. Oh this no! <laughs> um, and social media is, you know, like pretty much like the key to, to knowing all this information: who they went out with, um, how tall she was, <laughs> what does she look like, what's what's her cousin's name, like that stuff you can find, and it's like like digging into like a rabbit hole. And I think the best way to avoid all that is just to avoid the whole temptation altogether and not even add this person um because I think it's a smart approach yeah I mean like if you feel like you can handle it and you're like you know I want to I want to know more about this person go for it but you might end up hurting the chances of getting to know this person organically um because people were saying like I want to meet someone organically I want to get to know somebody but adding somebody on on Instagram you're you almost have like access to information that maybe this person doesn't want to share yet and same with same with me like I I value my privacy Mm -hmm. um especially when you're like early in the game you want to keep a little bit of some mystery and yeah that works and sometimes it doesn't work but I do think that getting to know somebody for like who I am besides rather than what my selfies look like yeah I think it actually hurts people when they post everything that they're that they're doing online Mm -hmm. Um, and it it gets you into the habit of not realizing like what like your intentions on an app because I've like I've added a guy once um, I'm gonna tell you a little story this guy and I (laughs) this guy and I were like I guess seeing each other and it was a little bit more casual but I would post things in the hopes that he would like them uh-huh and I posted stories and that happens all the time them and like you know when you post the story and it's Refresh. been like almost 24 hours and he still hasn't seen it and you're like I want to extend my time and like that kind of stuff drives me nuts because you're not really you're not really dating this person you're just kind of catching them when you think you you know you can like posting a thirst trap those aren't really building blocks of a relationship those are yeah. more like tactics to get someone's attention and it's more short term like you're not going to maybe you'll find someone like a short-term situationship or something but the chances of it you know really getting to know each other is really hard when all you're doing is posting photos this person likes you mm-hmm. likes or this person likes the photo but they they aren't reaching out then it's not a real connection and I feel like social media, like Instagram, all that stuff, it should be a, um, like a compliment to someone's relationship. Like it should be, it should help your interactions with, with the people in your life, but it shouldn't be the source. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally Mm -hmm. agree. I know even like in my personal life, sometimes I'll be out with friends and they're like, oh, we need to go to like this exact bakery to get like this food because I want to post a picture for my Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you really want that like fancy donut or do you just want the picture of it? You know what I mean? And they throw the donut away. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, this tastes disgusting. Why did I buy this? So I feel like there's so much, I feel like it even happens outside of relationships where we all kind of base our actions based on our Instagram feeds, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of Instagram, I actually heard that there's a big rise in Instagram dating. My mom told me about this weirdly enough, but (laughs) basically it's where, um, people go through their friends, followers, and then they find someone that they find attractive and then DM them. Do you think this is weird or a really good way to meet people? Um, I've actually had a friend who 
who had this similar experience it it's I think it's weird I think it's weird um, too <laughs> it's weird I mean it's kind of like going on an app for, but instead of going on an app you're going through somebody you know and then going off a list and who knows if this person has dm'd you know the whole list down the list <laughs> um I think if you've met this person before um and like me in a group setting in in person and you've met through a friend and you find this person's Instagram and you're like oh hey we met at this party um I'd like I'd like to add you or you know can can we meet up or can we exchange numbers that's fine mm-hmm. um I don't I, I don't think sliding into someone's DM is completely inappropriate. People have slid into my DMs and I've actually had business people do it to get in touch but like, with me. Like how do they find you? Like um it's like, is it like they met you in person then they slide into their DMs or like you popped up on the explore page? You know what I mean? It's a little bit yeah. So one yeah, one time I think I was out with a girlfriend and we went out to dinner and I tagged like a restaurant. Okay. And- people following that location um it pops up on their feed so it depends on what this person is interested in um and that's how the the instagram even the dating algorithms work they know what you're doing they know what you like they know who you're swiping and this app will actually most of the apps will dictate who you see on your feed Mm -hmm. um so if you are interested in people like on the apps who are little, maybe in their thirties, um, a certain um, education level, um, what are they putting in their pictures? You'll see that coming up in your feed. And that's just the same way it is with Instagram. If you're yeah. a foodie, you're gonna get foodie pics. Yep. <laughs> if you are a designer, you're gonna see brands you know, popping up. So it's all about what you kind of dictate to mm-hmm. your, your clicking and liking behaviors. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought of that in like a dating context. I wonder if that's like a good or a bad thing because it's like you're like limiting yourself to like people who you assume you like, even though you might end up liking someone that you never thought you had anything in common with, you know? Yes. I actually, the other day I looked down at um, my phone and Hinge sent me a notification. It said, your com- most compatible has just been updated. And I was like, what? I didn't what? do anything. <laughs> it's because it's tracking what, what your, what your activity is. Um, and I think also if you, to your point, if you feel like, okay, I don't want only these types of men, you can change it in your settings. Like I don't, I don't care about the age um, or I don't care the education level. Is this person a smoker? And you can like filter those things. Like if it matters to you, do you not care? Mm -hmm. Do you want a smoker? Do you want someone with kids? Um, So those are all things that you can control on the apps. Yeah. And that can be helpful too, in a way, Mm -hmm. right? Like if if it's like a big stickler for you, it just avoids you from, you know, like Mm -hmm. falling in love with someone who's not compatible. Like whether it's like something that's, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Like, like there's, like, I like to say there are deal breakers and matchmakers on these apps. Like a deal breaker is, um, if you cannot date somebody who is, I don't know, in another state, like not happening. My location, I'm doing a, you know, 20 mile, five mile (laughs) radius. Awesome. But uh, like a matchmaker might be something like you'll see someone write that they're vegan on their profile. Mm -hmm. Um, that, if I date someone be vegan, 
okay, like I can work around it when I go on dates with them. Okay. We'll just have vegan food. Food, Yeah. I'm not a vegan, so that might be challenging, but like you have to also like really sift sift through a lot of these things and, and ask yourself, like, can I, can I get along with this person, um, based on the things that they've provided on their profile? Yeah, totally. So like speaking of weeding things out, how do you weed out the creepy people? Right. Cause there definitely are creepy people on the apps and in real life. Oh so. yeah. I've definitely came across a few creepy people. <laughs> um, and some of them will, will have fake profiles. Uh-huh. Um, and the way to spot them is you can actually see if someone screenshotted something. Um, and still the border. Yeah. You can see the border. Like when you screenshot anything, um, I'm sure all of us are really good at it. You're <laughs> you, what you should do is crop around the photo that you want to reuse. Yeah or if you want to show someone this photo, um, cause then it looks weird. It looks like, you know, you're being weird and you're Photoshop, you're screenshotting someone's photo. Um, and some people don't really think that way and they will just upload a photo mm-hmm. pretending to be somebody else, which is weird. Like, yeah. um, someone could be catfishing you and usually if somebody has photos that don't really, um, don't really show who they are. Like, for example, you'll have guys on apps that only show their face mm-hmm. behind a blank, behind a blank wall. Yeah. And they'll go to like another wall in their apartment and do the same thing, the same pose. Um, it's like, almost like you're not really authentic and you're kind of like trying, you're not really trying that hard. Uh-huh. Um, and those kind of profiles, if, if they're screenshotting, they're not they're not real photos. When I mean real, like a real photo would be like you um, going out to the park and walking your dog. Like that's mm-hmm. a real activity. If you're in your apartment taking photos of yourself, um, I would suggest to actually take real authentic <laughs> photos because that means that you're not really showing up for yourself on these yeah. apps. Um, you could be a creep. Um, you're not really looking to invest in getting to know anyone. You just kind of want to hook up and that's fine if you, that's what you want. But usually the people who are creeps, um, show themselves. Yeah. They can show (laughs) themselves. And I would say just go with your gut. Mm -hmm. Um, cause when you actually start talking to somebody, um, and people who are fake, they'll actually just pretend to like, say if someone's, um, a business person, if they work in finance and you start asking them finance questions and they're like, I'm not really sure what Bitcoin is. And you're like, Hmm, you're a finance guy. You should really know what that is. That, yeah. That's like a red flag immediately. Like if your gut is telling you like this person is lying, this person is not saying who they are, then I would, I would not continue. If you don't yeah. feel like safe, if you think this person could be like a five clinger, five stage clinger really <laughs> quick, then, you know, end it right away. Do you think um, like filters and editing is good on dating apps or bad? Cause it's like, I don't know. I feel like filters, like, I don't know. Do you want someone thinking you actually look like that? If you don't actually look like that, does that make sense? Oh yeah. I think filters are bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad for both, both men and women. Um, because then you're not really being your authentic self. You're showing a part of yourself that um, you get a glimpse of, you know, you want to look like, on. yeah, what you want to look like. And then this person meets you and they're like, whoa, you look completely <laughs> different. And I've actually interviewed guys, gone out with a lot of guys who will tell me, 
you look very much like your photo thank god and I'm like why is <laughs> is that like not a normal thing Rare, yeah a lot of men will say yeah a lot of women they'll put sunglasses on their face uh-huh. they'll put filters and then they get disappointed because they're not they're not being themselves on these apps um and I've actually interviewed a couple and the man ended up saying that he does not swipe right on filters hmm. it's just not it's a red flag um, it's a red flag <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like sad that we even feel the pressure to do that in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if you're like on your Instagram and you're with your girlfriends, with your buddies, and you want to put up a funny filter, go for it. But for it, yeah. on dating apps, it's it's not going to help. Yeah, I agree. It's like you want to show your raw, authentic self, and then by doing mm-hmm. that, it's like you're completely filtering what you want. You know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what's some advice you'd give to someone who's meeting their online date for the first time? So I would make sure um, wherever you go out on a date, um, and this is just some some advice that I always got from my my, parent, my mother, um, <laughs> make sure you have an exit plan. <laughs> yes, find the back door. <laughs> yes, always, always consider, you know, your safety first. If whatever happens, you get a really bad, bad vibe from a person. Um, have have keep in mind you know where the exit is in case you need to go Mm -hmm. um I would say be yourself um actually show up you know engage um don't expect the man or you know the person that you're dating to know what they're doing because I think Mm -hmm. in dating especially on the apps everyone is everyone's nervous in the beginning you know like everyone doesn't especially if you're younger and you don't really know what's happening like you just kind of have to go with the flow um keep in mind what what you're looking for in this date whether it's um do we have a connection um is this person can I actually see myself going on a second date with this person Mm-hmm. don't think so far ahead don't don't think like oh my gosh can I marry this person because <laughs> that's where the trouble starts when you actually start thinking like oh my god this guy is like marriage potential and like those things do pop up you know you can't help it but it's important to keep yourself um focused on just one one thing at a time yeah I agree I agree I feel like I am the type to like rush right into anything right <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah so I make a friend. I'm like, is she going to be my bridesmaid? I don't see it. Like, we got- <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? The thing is that can change. Like you can meet someone and like really hit it off with them. And then like two dates, you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't feel it anymore. Yeah. You have to give things time. Um, things aren't on the apps. Things don't um, develop right away. And a lot of people will, will say things like, well, I don't really want to meet someone on an app because it's it's not really organic. It doesn't, it doesn't really uh, develop the way it should. Yeah. But that's because you're supposed to give it time. Uh-huh. You know, you're, when you meet anyone for the first time and, and you get that spark, you get that connection that those are, that's an exception sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a romantic setting, I think that you can meet someone and hit it off really well, but it, that stuff can go away. The chemistry, the, um, the spark, there's the things that I think the, the social media Hollywood has fed us to believe that's what love is. But I think relationships require a lot of work on, you know, in every each player that is that is trying to get to to date or mm-hmm. try to develop a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. At what point, like, 
would it be unacceptable to break off a date? Like if you, if you saw, like, let's say you were texting them for a while and then like all of a sudden you're like, I don't know if this is going to work, you know, like at what point is it acceptable to say something, I guess, as soon as possible, but then it's like, is it too late at some point? Like, should you just go on a date with them? Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. I've, um, well, the thing is you have to ask yourself what you want. Um, because if you are looking for a boyfriend and yeah. that's your main goal and you don't, <laughs> you don't want to date anyone that's not within you know your ideal partner yeah um you're gonna end up canceling all these dates and if you're looking for the spark you're looking for the connection and you don't feel it right away and you just cut it off with all these different men or different women you know you're losing your chances of actually finding love Mm -hmm. um so I and if you're looking for like something short-term you're looking for something casual and you're getting the vibe that this person wants something long-term then I would end it you know Mm -hmm. as soon as I I I align on what I want and this person maybe has a different um goal and that goal can change like maybe your goals can change you might want to find something really long-term and get really exhausted because of like either you're, you know, you're having dating fatigue and people will change people, people. I don't think dating is like a straight line. I think it's like, like a journey and like, you have different paths that you can choose and they can all lead in different directions or they can just lead into like, you know, one opportunity that's really meant for you. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to know what you, what you want. Um, And then if, if, so say, if like you, you are open to the possibilities, you're like, not, you want to explore your options and you might find like love that way versus like shutting everything down. So I think it's really up to the person. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't drag somebody along if you know what you want sooner than later. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's like, you should probably tell them at like I don't know I guess after <laughs> once you realize it's going to be a problem you should probably say mm-hmm. something like I actually went on a date with a guy who um I wasn't crazy about mm-hmm. and he was actually really good looking really charming um and I just I just wasn't there mentally <laughs> um I think I could have really worked out but like I I was going through dating fatigue and it happens when you know you're dating a lot of people and you just you just can't really show up for this person he actually told me after one date and he was like I don't think that this is going to go anywhere mm-hmm. and I was like offended I was like oh how dare what? you <laughs> how dare you but then I really thought about it and I asked myself like did I really show up for that date I wasn't even excited to begin with so can I really complain and no I can't complain because it's my <laughs> own behavior you know um and th- it, that just means that it wasn't the right opportunity because if somebody really wants to get to know you and they really see, they really see an interest in you, they'll, they'll respect your boundaries. They'll respect your, your timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you think dating has become more casual due to online dating? Like, do you think there's more of a push for one night stands rather than long-term partners? I think that it is more casual because there are more opportunities to meet people. Yeah. Um, and because there's more opportunities, people think that, okay, well, if this doesn't work out, something else is going to come my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the kind of mentality that the apps have allowed um, dating to be. But 
we don't have to play by those yeah, those rules. kind of rules. Yeah. Um, you, I think everyone is in charge of their own dating life. Um, if you want something casual or if you, you, you know, if you want something real, then you have to go after that. Yeah. Go after the real. Um, just because everybody else is, wants to hook up and you're like, well, this is the culture. This is, this is the way it is not necessarily that the case for everybody some people are so old-fashioned and that's that's perfectly fine you should totally go for whatever you want in life and act like accordingly Mm -hmm. I agree Mm -hmm. I think there's like a lot of pressure that like dating has to look a certain way and it's just I don't know it could be different for everyone Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there should be rules when it comes to dating? Like, do you think you should wait the next day to text them? Or do you think you should text them right after if you had a good time? I don't know. I feel like phones always play a weird role in communicating. <laughs> yeah. The texting is like, there's like so many, what should I do? Yeah. Like, what should I say? Um, I always say after the end of any date, um, I text them and I say, thank you so much for meeting with me. Um, and I don't think a lot of people do this, but mm-hmm. even if it's not a great date, I just do it anyway. Makes someone feel good. It, yes. Yeah. Cause this person is giving you the, you know, their time and you've given them yours and it's like, it's like an equal balance. Um, it's not like when somebody asks you on a date and you know, you show up to the date and they, they pay for the bill and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, you should, I think you should thank them. Yeah. Um, it, dep- it depends. Like if, if the guy didn't pay for the date, he treated you badly. You do not want to see this person again, then do not reach out to him because <laughs> you should only reach out to people. If you were genuinely interested, I'm sorry, genuinely interested. You genuinely want to thank somebody. Um, and there's like this rule of like, okay, so how many times, di- how many days should I wait to text them? Um, after the day, after the date, um, and I always find that if someone's genuinely interested in me, they will probably reach out. Yeah. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Like if it's been two days and you haven't heard from somebody, um, because everybody is going a through life. a lot. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has a life. And especially like this with COVID, like everybody's going through so much. You can't judge somebody because they haven't reached out to you. Mm-hmm. I actually just have been dating a guy who works two jobs um he's very sweet but he's super busy and yeah that but that is it's a challenge but like you have to understand like if you really want to see somebody they will they will move mountains for you they'll make the time yeah they'll make the time they'll reach out and if you want to reach out to somebody because you found something funny I found a funny meme (laughs) um, you want to share it with them then go for it there's no such thing as like at least I don't think there's any such thing as like oh, this person should chase me. I'm going to, I'm going to play. Um, what's, what's that saying? I just, I just lost it. Um, playing hard to get. Oh yes. Yes. It's not, I always think it's, it may be fun in the beginning. It's um, it'll catch someone's attention, but, but it, I think won't it hurts feelings be. more than anything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not sustainable um, yeah. <laughs> because when you really, really like somebody and you don't actually show interest, then the person will not, especially if they're mature enough um, and they're confident, they'll they'll just assume that like, okay, this person doesn't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll move on and find somebody who does. Yeah, and it, it like cut, you think you're doing something good, but in reality, you're really hurting yourself more than anyone. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I think it's interesting. I think COVID actually has like taken some of the pressure off around texting. Cause I think like people, like, I know at least I am my friendships in the past. It was like, don't double text. Like that's annoying. But like now it's like text, text you a thousand times a day, you know, like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. even if they don't respond. Like I feel mm-hmm. like there's less of a pressure on how we're supposed to act in terms of texting people, which is good. Yeah. I think, well, I think COVID has really turned everything upside yeah. down <laughs> when it comes to dating. Um, I think the rules are there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's definitely things that you should do like out of common courtesy, mm-hmm. say thank you, um, be genuine, treat people the way you want to be treated. Like those aren't rules. Those are like the standards. <laughs> yeah. Those are like basic human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basic human, like rights. here. But um, when it comes to how to get a guy to like you or how to get the girl to like you, that stuff, you have to, you have to trust in the universe, your higher power, if you're religious, that everything that you do to people, your coworkers, your family, your friends will come back to you as long as you're genuine and you treat people right. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. What does the dating world look like in quarantine, right? So is it like, <laughs> I guess there's probably more time spent texting before meeting up, right? And then is it like mask on, mask off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll say before COVID, um, I just don't think people were taking dating seriously. Yeah. And I, th- I think they <laughs> took it for granted because everybody is out there meeting people. Um, you know, at a party, at a bar, all of different opportunities. And now everyone is confined indoors to an app. And it's it's no longer like just a swipe and a hey, like you actually have to catch someone's attention because now everybody is doing the same thing same you thing. are. And people are, people have changed. People are lonely. People see the value in human connection. So I think that actually people are really looking more for connection more than any, any time. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think people are like looking more for, um, yeah, like you said, connection rather mm-hmm. than fake, like weird curtsy around the subject type of thing, yeah. you know? And, <laughs> and what I have noticed is that men have actually asked me from the very beginning, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And like, that is something that like most <laughs> women will, will ask like, maybe they'll ask themselves, like, is this guy wasting my time? Like people are more like, you know, straightforward. Um, So be prepared for that because um, there's, there's an, I don't know if it's like a sense of urgency that like, okay, like I'm wasting a year of my life. Like I got to get a move on with my life. Um, I think that's also uh, plays a factor too, but I think people just want real right now. I agree. I think it's hard too when you're like, young right and you're like oh I'm I don't know how am I ever gonna at least for me I'm in college right so it's like normally I feel like it's a big thing in college to meet someone in college and it's like now I'm not even I don't know I'm not gonna message someone on my online class and be like hey I think you're cute so it's Mm -hmm. like where are you gonna meet these people so I think that has definitely helped the online like Mm -hmm. dating stigma that there kind of is yeah this is the only thing we have yeah if if (laughs) you make it to do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, like there's so many people who, who, who are so against the apps, but, um, I think, you know, this is a modern time and it's, everybody's doing it. Everybody yeah. is on the apps. And if, especially if you are 
like a really ambitious woman, ambitious man, and you have jobs, this, the apps are there to, to help you as a tool. Yeah. Like social media. It's not the best. I, I have to say it's really not the best source. Cause I, I really do truly love meeting people in person. person yeah. But right now it's, it's the better than nothing, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is definitely. At what point do you um, like hop on a video call with someone? So like virtual dating, right? So let's say you match with someone and then you text, then do you like video call them the same day or do you wait a week? Well, I have to like get, um, I have to get some rapport. (laughs) I have to get like a conversation going. A guy actually asked me to go on a chat right away. And I was like, "Mm, do you think we can like chat up a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Because I want to have something to go into, into this. Yeah. I feel like it's even, I feel like texting at least could be awkward. And then, especially if you're jumping right into a video call, it's like, what do you even say to this complete (laughs) stranger, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And there's like a level of trust that you have to go into it. Like, is this person a creep? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, oh, I'm trying to think of like the last time I had a video, a date, (laughs) <laughs> um, it doesn't really take that long, to be honest, if you like some per- someone, and I've suggested it right off the bat, like I've texted a guy, um, we've gone like a couple of texts back and forth, and I'm like, would you, would you like to like move this to a, a, a video chat? I'd love <laughs> to hear your voice, because um, this guy had like an Italian accent, and I was like, I gotta hear this guy's voice. Yeah, you gotta hear it. <laughs> you gotta confirm that it's real. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think there's like, again, there's like no like golden rule, like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, these amount of days. Um, if the conversation is like really bouncing back and forth um, and you feel comfortable, you're genuinely in- interested, then go for it. I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. What's your take on ghosting? Like, do you think, I, I don't know, does that happen more now? I wonder, like if people are going on apps out of loneliness, and then all of a sudden they realize that they can't be in a relationship and then they just ghost someone or do you, I don't know. So ghosting, I think has different levels in yeah. my opinion. Like um, a ghosting can be, you went on a date with a guy once and he wasn't interested, never hear from him again. That doesn't hurt as much as you having a relationship or not even a relationship, but like having um, this courtship for like, couple of months and then all of a sudden disappearing yeah and then crickets um so I guess the first example of like going out with somebody you know and there was maybe not a connection there wasn't it wasn't like um something that you want long term Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't say that like it's completely um acceptable because I do appreciate it when somebody does reach out and says like hey I had a great time with you um but you know what? I, I don't see a romantic connection, um, but good luck in your journey. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't do that because nobody, it's never done to them. Yeah. So everybody just assumes like, okay, if I don't say anything, because it's been done to me. I'll never have to talk about it. Yeah. Then, then, <laughs> then it's fine, right? Everyone's doing it. But I think that's wrong. Uh-huh. Um, even more so if you've been seeing somebody, like I had this, this um, like, I, I want to say summer fling once. And it was back <laughs> when I was like really, really young. Um, this guy lives in Connecticut. Um, and we really like, it was like one of those like summer flings that like you watch in the movies. It was really, just really romantic. Um, and we just sort of fizzled out. And I mm-hmm. hate that term fizzled out, like comparing it to like a soda pop or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I could tell like he and I weren't going to end up together and I'm trying to remember exactly how it happened, but like, it just, I don't know where it just like hits you. Yeah. Um, that like it's over and like that painful feeling is so it's terrible. Um, it doesn't even matter if like there wasn't a potential for a long term. It's just the fact that it's just so unceremoniously over. Yes. You know, no closure. Like that's, what's really hard about ghosting. Ghosting. Yeah. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's also a lot of the reason why people do ghost is because they're afraid of like hurting the other person, like by telling them that they're not interested. Meanwhile, it's like, it almost hurts them more by not Mm -hmm. saying anything. Right. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've actually ghosted somebody um, (laughs) part of it. I just, I just talked about it in one of my recent episodes. Um, but so this person that I, that I ghosted, ghosted me before, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like exactly, um, it was kind of a messy situation, but it was also during COVID, like we were, we were seeing each other, COVID hit. It's a pandemic. I, I missed, mean, yeah, right. I missed his call. <laughs> I, I never got back to him. And then months later, I'm like, oh wait, crap. I just don't think, I mean, we oh. both knew that it was, it wasn't going to end up, we weren't going to end up together because it was a very complicated situation, mm-hmm. but, um, there's always that kind of mentality that if somebody isn't, if somebody isn't aligned on, um, it doesn't understand how you're feeling. I think that's wrong because yeah, this person that I ghosted, I told him like, listen, I'm upset. I didn't say I was upset. I think I said something along the, along the lines of like, um, I want to talk to you. I'm having difficulty meeting you on the same page and I mm-hmm. really want to get there but I get the sense that um it's something's not working out and he was like oh I hear you I, I you know I understand how you feel um and he just never showed up he never he never changed his ways and when he called I never answered because he knew how I felt I told him I need to see more from you I want I want more from you know out of this relationship yeah and by me not answering him and him never reaching out again. It gave the message. It gave the message. So it like, it depends yeah. on how you deliver it. If you are like seeing somebody and it's like, they're so really, really into you and you don't really give, you know, two craps about them yeah. <laughs> and you just completely end it. Like, that's very painful. Like, let's not normalize that because that. that's, that's traumatic. It's, it's not, it's un- unkind really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't, it hurts, it hurts for, for both parties, but it's, I think it's necessary in like the modern dating world. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that my mom always says, like, don't burn a bridge, you know, like even, like, even if it's a relationship, at least turn them down nicely rather than, I don't know what happens if like you end up being coworkers in 30 years and then you're like, oh, you're the one who ghosted Ooh. me. You know, it could happen. You never- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I've All actually world. turned somebody down um, recently. It was um, actually a friend of mine who I had no idea, but he expressed interest in me. And yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. Like, I am so flattered. But to be honest, I, I don't see it. Yeah. I, I can't right now. Um, and this was actually like around my breakup. And it was like still pretty fresh in my mind. Um, and his response was, well, I disagree. I think we can have a lot of fun. (laughs) If you ever ever change your mind, let me know. Like, you never know what kind of response you're going to get. Yeah. Assume the worst. They're like, 
oh, if I tell this guy, he's gonna, he's gonna like cut me off. He's just gonna be really disappointed. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna hate me. But like, if somebody really, really, especially if they're kind, um, they'll receive it well. Them, yeah, I, mean, I can't guarantee that's gonna happen all the time. But I always go back to like, if you treat people the way you want to be treated, the chances are they'll reciprocate. Uh huh. And it's like if they do receive it poorly. I don't know. Is it even something that you're going to want in a few years anyways? You know, like if they can't understand you, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's some dating advice that you'd give to your younger self? Um, oh man, I could, I tell her so much, (laughs) but I think one of the biggest things I would tell myself is to not stress about it. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think I put a lot of pressure on myself at a young age, um, our people around me were coupled up and yeah. I thought I had to be the same way. Um, and it led me to get frustrated every single time, like a relationship wouldn't work out. Um, and I, I would question myself, like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And that spiraled into like, like a really dark period in my life where I was really angry with men. Um, I wasn't happy with myself, Yeah. but then I like realized that like the answers aren't in the men the answers are like in, in me, me. <laughs> it's like it sounds very like cheesy but I love that I had so I placed so much of my confidence in men and the wrong men and men who were emotionally unavailable I chased them like you know crazy and <laughs> that's not the way to find love you have to love yourself you have to um do the things that you love and not do things for what people want you to do. Do. I totally agree. I love the way you phrase that. I think Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure to like find love and be in a relationship, but you got to love yourself first before. Always, 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 always. So where can listeners find you? So I am, so my podcast, Modern Romance is available on all the major platforms, um, it's spelled, um, I don't know, should I spell it? Yeah, you could spell it. Okay. <laughs> so it's modern M O D E R N romance. <laughs> um, and I'll link it. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. And I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I just love posting like quotes. Uh, I share my dating experiences as well as people that I know who want to share it. So yeah. Yeah. I love your podcast. It's, it's, you have like a really great way of putting a humorous and real tone on like things that we all experience. Mm -hmm. So it's, I feel like it's a good way to put it. I feel like a lot of, I feel like I've listened to one other dating podcast and it was very, um, I don't know, not raw and authentic. So I really like yours. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so much, Nicole. I've learned so much from you about the online dating world. I think I'm ready to start swiping. (laughs) Yes, go for it. I'm always here if you want to, you know, share and, you know, need some advice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I think it's fair to say we are all more educated about the world of online dating. Nicole is such a joy to talk to. If this conversation is your jam, make sure to check out her podcast, Modern Romance, where she shares more of her own dating experience and interviews others about theirs. I think it's fair to say if this show was a dating app, you'd all want to swipe right. Unfortunately, there is no swiping in the podcast world. If you like this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. It helps us reach more people. I hope you all feel more prepared for the online dating world now. 
I know I do.